the thing is, is that, like, time means fucking nothing to me at this point. Like, it, especially that time, like, COVID was so strange in that, like, we we existed in our tiny little apartment bubble and in our tiny little apartment bubble, we, we like would watch shit, like whatever, blah, blah, we blah. Watched so much like, fucking TV. But like, well, and, and fucking you went through all the Marvel movies and stuff. All of them. And, and, and then that like, was when like WandaVision and everything was. Yeah, up. yeah, exactly. And, and I just remember the beginning of it i remember the the like i remember the minutia of like being in the middle of all of it and stuff like i built my fucking computer like all that stuff happened in that time i rem- i just remember the first like week and a half of it it just rained yeah yeah so, so it wasn't so that bad we couldn't go anywhere dude i can't i just can't believe that that was that long ago well the thing is, is that it simultaneously feels so long ago and not that. And long also ago. like yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it like, I feel like I am always like looking back on things and saying like, oh, that was like a couple months ago. And someone's like, that was a fucking year ago. It was, dude. It was like, it was like eight months ago. <laughs> yeah. And, and like. Especially in that time, it was all the days blurred together. together. Yeah, it was it was a lot. And what's funny is we're not saying anything different than anybody else is saying. No, nope, everybody it. says the same shit. But it like what's funny is that it's it it's a shared experience that everybody on Earth had, but it broke the fuck it out of some people. <laughs> well, and like. I mean, obviously, I didn't like it. I didn't want to be stuck at home every single day. But can With you imagine, me. like, all what? No, not even just <laughs> not. It's anybody. If I, I couldn't imagine if I was like home in Marietta, like with my parents or my family love them to death, love my family, love my brother, months. love my, you know, uh, how, parents. How like, long was it? The shutdown, like three and a half months, th- two and the a half shutdown. Months? Are you kidding me? It was like. Half a year, dude. Like we, it, if not more, because we were, you know, it happened. It started in a week after Nashville was hit by the tornado. I remember that. And everybody was like still reeling from that. And then it was like St. Patty's Day and everybody wanted to get fucked up and stuff. I remember and when then you it was came like home the day from a after. party after we went to like a St. Patrick's Day party. And somebody had hugged you and you were like, oh, you were really upset about it. Oh, I was livid. <laughs> I was literally telling the story the other day. I was so mad. And because you said, who, I don't even remember who it was, whoever it was, you were, you were just like, don't, please don't, please don't do this. And they did it anyways. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a, not a fan of people in my personal space. It's, right. it's just, uh, I don't know why I'm not a fan of it, but I don't like people touching me when I don't want them to touch me. If uh, I give the go ahead. Exactly. I I, I, want to consent to people touching my body and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And if I get called a pussy because of it, that's insane. (laughs) Like, I think that's crazy. Um, So anywho, um, I I remember that very well because I was so like just 
I was keeping up with all the headlines and stuff about it because I was I like, remember sitting and watching hell. The, the like case counter ticker with. Yes. You. Yeah. <laughs> because because our mutual friend, uh, Annalisa Rotella, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I don't think she's going to have a problem with me saying this. I remember the night of the tornado um, that night we were uh, writing with our friend Tyler Bank and uh, she was talking about like her and her husband getting or well or not her husband then her fiance at the time them getting married and going on a uh honeymoon to italy and i was like look i don't want to be the bearer of bad news but i'm going to be because it's gonna happen it's not going to happen (laughs) because Look at this. And I just showed her, uh, you know, the 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 map and it looked like it had chicken pox. And she was like, well, we're trying to, like, keep our hopes up. And I was like, that's mm-hmm. stupid. You Keeping your hopes, your hopes up go. is for idiots. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's it was I, I felt terrible because I was like, oh, my God, I'm ruining this girl's honeymoon <laughs> before she even goes on there. Uh, but um, it was within a week or so that, like, you know. Every everybody was locked down, especially Italy and and wherever. And it was just something that no one ever expected to happen in our lifetime or ever. We, you know, even though, you know, there were plenty of people who uh, predicted it and like had steps to like avoid what happened and all that stuff. But it was not followed, whatever. (laughs) And that's. COVID for anybody who wasn't alive uh, in the last three years to know what happened during COVID. Well, this is uh, this is an interesting way for us to start the show. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Nashville Tour Stop podcast. Uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll fade in because people will just listen to all of that. Who cares? Yeah, fuck it'll it. be it'll be a different way to start the episode. Exactly. Have you ever listened to the show before? You can say no. Uh, no, I definitely have. Uh I'm trying to remember the uh, back when there was a co-host. Oh yeah, that show. was uh, that was you probably heard it in the old days. Yes, yeah, yeah, days. back in the day. Back, back when in I, the day. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Zane Parmenter to the show. Hello, hello. I know you've all been waiting for this. So <laughs> it's uh, a uh, Zane and to I be in your ears. used to be roommates. We were roommates during COVID. We shared a, a very very small two bedroom one bathroom. Yeah. And you probably heard me recording the early episodes of the podcast with Mike Dunbar. Yes, Mike Dunbar. Oh my god, I cannot Back believe it. Back when I... we did everything over Zoom. Yes. I I definitely remember that. I remember you uh even recording music in your I room. definitely did that. Um but shouting into the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was you know, it was small. It like honestly, it, that apartment, I honestly like missed the location of that apartment me too. and uh that area like East is just so chill. It's such a walkable area too. Right. That like, you know, I could get my 10,000 steps in no problem. (laughs) And now I live in Donaldson. And if I want to get my 10,000 steps in, I might get hit by a truck. Like (laughs) it's not fun. Um, but 
but yeah, no, I, I really liked that apartment. We had such a good spot and we had such a big front yard that we, dude, just, uh, that like, was my chilling. favorite part. I, we sat out there and drank a lot of beer. Oh yeah. Especially during the pandemic, social like, distance beer outside. Yes. And people would come <laughs> over and we'd hang out and chat and stuff. That was, I mean, that was the best part of it. Honestly. It, I kind of look back on it fondly. Like it was a scary thing to happen in the world. But it's like, it was pretty sweet. We just sat outside and drank beer and then we yeah. watched movies. I remember one day, I think we probably watched like six Marvel movies. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like back to back to back to back, For to, sure. back to back to back. But my, <laughs> but like as much as it was nice to like, I don't know, like the, it felt like the whole world was taking a break. I was also like, I, I, I have, uh, I can't, I say this all the time, but I have a chronic case of cabin fever and it <laughs> is incurable. Uh, and I was just, after a while, I just got so antsy. And I remember, um, one day I just woke up so early in the morning and I just threw a whole bunch of shit into the back of my car and I just started driving just out gone. west and I was, <laughs> and I drove, uh, to, I, th I think that was when I drove to Wyoming. That's not when I drove to Arizona or anything, but good Lord. I, 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 I mean, in that time in, in COVID, I did three trips out West and I put each time I put Just like to be away. Yeah. Yeah. But each time I put like 3000 miles on my car, <laughs> I got it in like 2019 and by like 2020 or 2021, I had almost like 50,000 miles on it because <laughs> I was just going back and forth between like here in Arizona or here in Wyoming or Montana and like all over. I, loved those times that was very fun but it was also like also when gas cost a buck 50 ex oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> when and you could drive to arizona for 40 dollars. exactly and i was just <laughs> sleeping in the back of my car like a fucking homeless person like uh it was it was really chill um but it was also like you said like it was it was a weird time but it was i don't know i i, I hopefully Nothing Knock like that wood. ever happens again. Uh, <laughs> Hopefully. But um every time like, a new virus strain talk like comes up on the news and they're talking about it, I'm like, this this isn't it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like yeah. we're not doing this again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm not I'm not interested in ever doing it again, but I like the collective of experience of everybody having to like <laughs> not do anything it was, was a like perfect i didn't feel to get alone. out of anything also oh, that's true too as soon as soon as you decided you're like oh i don't really want to i don't really want to go over to their house or i don't want to go out this weekend you're like oh sorry i'm just I, <laughs> yeah I, I i don't i don't it, it was either i've got covid or i don't want to get covid like i don't yeah, want to risk nobody it. argued with it for quite a while yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. all right this is fine man so i start every episode these days by asking if you remember how you and me met do you remember I do remember. Tell the story. <clears throat> I was uh, at the uh, oh uh, uh, oh my god, Rose's Bar. What the hell? Belcourt Taps. Belcourt Taps. Bel I was at Belcourt Taps. R.I.P. And I was there uh, for probably a tour stop, uh, and I introduce myself to you and your co-host then at the time it's like i'm, I'm always coming time ago i'm always coming in after the co-host or whatever <laughs> but um and i pitched the idea of like uh rebranding tour stop and mm -hmm. everything 
uh, and I like got your information. I think I even asked like, oh, and also like, uh, also I'm a could I play like whatever, <laughs> um, being real fucking schmaltzy about it. But, uh, I, um, I think that was the first time that we met each other. I think I had, I, that would have been like fall of 2018. Yeah. And I think that same day is when I met, uh, Tyler Mank as well. Tyler I think Bank. he played, I think he played. I was like, Hey, your songs were really good. Would you like to write sometime and blah, 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 blah. So what, so what we haven't mentioned yet is Zane is actually the guy who designed the Nashville tour stop logo. The one everybody knows and loves the, uh, the classic, highway sign that looks like an acorn yeah yeah dude um, ever since that first time you told me that the day we were picking the logo you said it kind of it kind of looks like an acorn and it says nts it's like looks like it says nuts yeah it's like i, <laughs> I have never forgotten yeah that. once you once you see that you can't unsee you can't it. unsee it so but, i just i feel like i just ruined it for everybody well and and you might have but that's <laughs> totally fine uh i i think like you know, based off of like what you had said about the brand and like what you wanted it to be at the time and everything, like it was the thing that made the most sense. Uh, I mean, I had obviously like a bunch of different options and we went still have that original PDF file. Yeah. Yeah. We went through like two or three different rounds of like logos and everything. And, um, and I just kept, coming back to like a highway sign or something to do with a highway or whatever. Um, and yeah, no, it just it stuck. Is and this then, the first time anybody's ever gotten a neon of something you've designed? Oh, de- well, definitely a neon, but not the first time anybody's gotten a sign of a logo that I did. I did a logo for a restaurant in my hometown. Uh, Where are you from? I'm from Marietta, Ohio. Uh, and there was a restaurant there uh, named Joe Mama's place or Joe Mama's <laughs> house or something like that. Or Joe Mama's, I think is really what it was. Uh, and, uh, they needed a logo and I ended up designing that and like designing the interior of their place and stuff. And it was really cool. Um, but they had their, they had obviously had a sign made for the restaurant. For the restaurant. Uh, cause like if they didn't, that's cool. It would just be a, it, it would look like a creepy old building. So like whatever. <laughs> um, but, uh, definitely the first neon sign and I'm looking right at it. So that's why we're, we're yes, kind of talking I do about currently it. have the neon sign hung right behind me. We're still recording in my uh, living room for, yeah. for the time being until we get a new, a new podcasting studio here where we're just recording in the comfort of my home. And Zane's actually sitting in uh, actually his leather chair oh shit i didn't even <laughs> realize that this was my chair <laughs> we and zayn lived together hell. for a couple of years and when we moved out of our old apartment you didn't want it anymore and i had no furniture oh i my sat in God. that chair for like six months here in this place until i could afford to buy a couch uh, for anybody listening, I have been here for about an hour and a half sitting in this exact chair and <laughs> he just pointed it out and I just realized, which shows how observant I am. Um, You're sitting in something that you've had. Something that I had in fucking college yeah. that like my ass has probably made an imprint in this thing. And 
I didn't realize it. I sat down. I was like, oh, this is pretty comfy. And I didn't even think about <laughs> you it. You didn't realize that, that you're, you're the is, reason it's comfy is because it's got your ass print that is in it. Absolutely bananas. I mean, hell, even when we lived together, this was like facing or this was against that wall. Yep. You would sit on the couch and I would sit in You'd the sit chair in sometimes. Chair and we'd oh have the TV right there in front of oh us. Oh my God. That is banana. <laughs> I cannot believe. Honestly, like I can't believe I you're Florida right now, aren't you? I, I am. Well, I honestly am surprised that you didn't notice. I'm couched is what I am. I'm, I'm not sitting on the floor. I'm sitting on the couch. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, so when did you, uh, you said you were from uh, Marietta, Ohio. When did you first move to Nashville? Oh, boy. Uh, I think it was like 2017, 2018, something like that. I uh, lived in Columbus. I, I went to school in Columbus for uh, graphic design and uh, I moved or I, I lived there. I got a job right out of school and I lived there for like six or seven years and then moved uh, to Nashville because I had, I had wanted to be there ever since I was in college and I just never made the move. But I constantly said to people all the time, uh, yeah, I'm fuck this. I'm moving to Nashville. Like, uh, <laughs> and it just happened so many times that I started referring to myself as uh, the boy who cried Nashville because uh, <laughs> I just uh, didn't, didn't you move. Didn't you have a song using that phrase before? I did. Yeah, that was a little plug. No, uh, that wasn't a plug because I'm not releasing that song. But what's that song called? Oh, do you Jesus. remember? Because I remember hearing you sing it, but I don't remember what the uh, what the title of it is. Yeah. Oh, it was. Uh, it's called a good place to start, and it was about. Uh, being at rock bottom and how I couldn't go any lower and that this was a pretty good place to start. Like, cause you can't go lower than that. So that was the idea. Uh, and, um, the, I, the idea I think about like how I worked the Nashville thing into it was like, I don't know anybody and Did you uh, move here I have completely no friends. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I didn't know anybody that wow. lived here. Um, I found out, um, a few weeks in that I had some acquaintances from back home um, that I, you know, didn't really know that well um, that lived here. And I still don't really like hang out with them or talk to them that much. Uh, only when we run into each other, which is seldom, but um, yeah, it was pretty much completely blind. And my brother helped me move down. We drove, he, I, I drove the U-Haul. He drove my car. We came down here or maybe it was the other way around. And, um, we came down here, we moved my stuff in and, and whatnot. Um, but then he went off to Afghanistan like after. Oh God. <laughs> I think, I think I've only met your brother one time. It was probably while you and I were living together. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think, I think my dad and my brother might have come. They by slept in our living time. room, right? Yeah, something like that. I, uh, yeah, I vaguely remember that. <laughs> vaguely remember that. Was uh, was music in Nashville always the plan, or was was this just kind of a I'm tired of Columbus situation? Oh, it was it was all of the above, <laughs> uh, which is another song of mine. Uh, no, uh, but <laughs> uh, no, it was so. I've always loved country music and I've always loved like just any form of expression and stuff and, um, well, creative expression. And my, uh, when I was in college, I 
was trying to decide like what the hell I wanted to do. And I switched my major like three or four times and finally landed on graphic design. And at some point, I don't even know when, but it clicked to me like, oh, hey, I could take my love of music and I could apply it and my love of uh, graphic design and I could mix the two, move to Nashville and design uh, album artwork for people and merch and, and whatnot. Um, and I could maybe, you know, make a living doing that and also like writing and playing music and stuff. That was the dream uh, when I was a stupid junior. Honestly, or, having or, good design work in Nashville is not as prevalent as we would like it to be. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Here, and and while I agree. The number I, of times I have seen papyrus on somebody's yeah, album artwork breaks yeah. my heart. Well, you can thank James Cameron and Avatar for that. <laughs> uh, one of, uh, you know, his billion dollar movies. But uh, no, I think that what's funny is that would not be a uh topical reference at all like it would not matter at all but he released an avatar movie this year and that's crazy well i guess it was technically last year it doesn't matter anyway um <laughs> but um i agree that there's not a whole lot of good design uh whether that's uh professionally or independent artists or whatever it doesn't matter. There's a lot of bad design, but he, I would say that the reason there's not is not because people are just bad or whatever. Like a lot of artists aren't, uh, I guess educated in that realm of things. I think everybody can look at something and say whether it's good or bad. Do you or, remember the episode of The Office where Andy says that he's going to be an art critic? He's like, this painting is bad. <laughs> bad, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> or, or a food critic, this food is bad. <laughs> everybody has the uh, capacity to like look at some sort of art or I guess even listen to some sort of art and gauge whether it's good or bad. Uh, All things and, have like a basic aesthetic like an aesthetically pleasing look to them. Yeah. And, and everybody has their own style and what they prefer and like, whatever it's like, if you can objectively look at something and, and say whether it's good or bad and not just base it off of your own opinions or likes or whatever. Uh, that's like, I think a trick, uh, that a lot of people don't, or like, uh, I guess like a skill, a lot of people don't have. Um, and I'm not even saying that I do because my opinions on things <laughs> are different from other people's and, and, whatever, but I can objectively say things are good or objectively bad because of A, B, and C or whatever compared to other things that are objectively good. Uh, but yes, I would, I would say like my idea when I was in school was like, Oh, like I'll just, you know, I'll get really good at design and I'll <laughs> like go to Nashville and just like, you know, be a really good designer and, uh, you know, end up designing for people like Brad Paisley or, you know, whoever at, at that time. Uh, but that was very far from the case because I was either too scared or too dumb to move here or whatever <laughs> uh, and didn't. But I'm actually glad that I didn't because in that time that I was in Nashville, I or not Nashville, but Columbus, I 
you know, I started doing a lot of open mics and like getting used to just being in a crowd because like I was just writing and playing for myself and just and like stuff. that atmosphere of, of live music. Yeah, exactly. And, and testing the waters to see like, is this something I even actually really like, or do I just like listening to music? And lo and behold, being the center of attention was something Pretty that sweet. I loved. <laughs> and I, you know, ate it up whenever people were like super into the songs that I was playing. Um, and it was, I don't know. It was, I'm glad that I did that because coming to Nashville, I already had songs that I had written for open mic nights and stuff that like I was able to just like start playing and people liked those songs and asked you had me if I to wanted the ground to like, running with. That's yeah, yeah, a lot of people yeah. don't have. Yeah, and there, there are a lot of people that come into town and they'll come to writers' rounds and they'll ask, uh, you know, they'll ask like, how, like, would you like to write? And they may not have anything that they can show you that's like good worth you being, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, or even not even good, but just anything to show you. Um, and that's totally fine. I, I, everybody starts somewhere, whatever. Um, but I, I was much more confident in my own abilities because I took that time to like, not even, I, I don't want to use the fucking term hone my craft cause like vomit, but I took some time to like, just find out who I was and what I wanted to do and like the kind of music that I liked and stuff so that when I came here, it was pretty ingrained. And I already kind of knew what I wanted, the, the kind of music that I wanted, but like sitting down and actually writing it is totally different from like, uh, thinking about it or whatever. And, um, yeah, I, I just remember like e even playing my first rounds in, you remember Nashville, where you played like, your first round? The, well, okay. So I remember the first time I played in Nashville was uh, at Douglas Corner. Uh, and played the, yeah, exactly. I played the, um, the like open mic there. We actually broadcast a few of our podcast episodes here recently live from the Douglas Corner's new name now called the Eighth Room. We oh, recorded yeah, okay. we recorded a few episodes there. Oh nice. Awesome. Yeah. I, I actually did not know that it was a new venue, even brand new. Been updated. Okay. All right. <laughs> um but I yeah, that 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 tells you I live in Donaldson because I haven't even <laughs> like, you know, been in that area other than uh, I went to Zany's one night. At least but, you don't have to go to the Murder Kroger to get your groceries anymore. Yeah, baby. Uh, <laughs> so the first round I think that I ever played, it was either Nashville Tour Stop or it was like some random ass round at like Doghouse or something. Okay. Um, but I... I don't know if I, I don't remember being nervous. I don't even know what I, oh, no, you know what? It was neither one of those. It was Spencer's round. Oh, the whiskey business at, at Alley Tap. No, no, not even no? that. No, it was when he played around, or no, no, no. I made, I made a friend at uh, Douglas Corner. She was playing around 
downtown at Poncho the, and Lefties. Yes, yes, exactly. Poncho and Lefties. And um I asked Spencer if if I could play. Uh and I played with you know uh, somebody else like whatever uh a few weeks later and that was the very first round. There were like people there eating, but they were not there to like pay attention to their people that us were present or whatever. They were tolerating the live music. Exactly, exactly. And it was honestly a little disheartening, but at the same time, it was fun because I got to, I was meeting people and like making friends and like it on it. It weirdly felt like high school or college again. Like I think one of the, where you're, made, where you're making friends as an adult and you're like, oh, this is what that feels like. Yeah, well, it's it's like I had seen, you know, memes and stuff about it, about like making friends as an adult is hard, but it wasn't when I came here because the environment and the the culture of like songwriting all of is so like dependent on you making friends with people that it was so easy it, and and for years i was intimidated by the thought of moving here because i am not trained musically at all like i when You're i rec- self-taught right when i record music and stuff like People are like, yeah, this we're coming in on like the downbeat of like the seventh measure or something. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying to me. You could be <laughs> speaking Spanish like, and I, I think I would understand. One, two, three. Exactly. Now. I'm gonna need you to point at me when I need to come in and I'll start <laughs> singing. Uh but like I was so intimidated by stuff like that. And when I got here, it could not have been further from that that idea or that you know that fear we all come in with that like we're like children lost at sea and then nashville is just the boat that finds everybody it's like here's your rescue line yeah a little yeah definitely and 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 i would say that like there is a i think everybody on the planet deals with this but like just imposter syndrome and feeling like you don't belong somewhere or that like every like people are going to find out that you're a fraud or whatever. And I think I was like so worried about that, that like it stopped me from moving here and stuff. And I think I even still get afraid of that. Like when I'm doing things, I still do. But, but like the fact that like, you know, that people everybody's going through that. I, I think that like gives you some solace in, in, in the worry. It's, it's like COVID all over again. It's just this big communal experience. It's like, nobody knows what's going on. Exactly. And, and, we, and at least we are all not knowing what's going on together. Exactly. And I think that like, you know, my, any of those fears were immediately just like stomped out by like how warm and welcoming people are because as you know, I'm putting this in quotations. Uh, as big as a town as Nashville is, it's a really small town. Really, really small town. And everybody pretty much knows everybody or somebody knows somebody that knows you or th- somebody else. And if you get a bad reputation, it's going to like just seep into everything. And people are going to know that you're either a pill to be around or whatever. But 
and it's not to say like come here and fake being a nice person or anything but it's like um you know like it it was because everybody here is like so nice and so uh you know cheers everybody on and everybody is each other's cheerleaders like it was so cool to like for that to to like uh smash any like fear cool i had to this see place. your friends do the thing they came to town to do exactly because yeah. as soon as like as soon as all of these people like we were just talking about spencer jordan spencer early on i remember going to his rounds and he was booking uh this like short ish wore big platform shoes a girl named taylor and her, I mean, it's Gail. It's Taylor Gale. Yeah. She's she was nominated for a Grammy. She, I think her song has been streamed. A B C D E F U is streamed like over a billion times yeah. on Spotify. Like, yeah, she was just another kid that was part of this little bubble that we lived in, and that's what's so sweet is yeah. because all of a sudden our friends are just phew, rock stars for sure. And it's like you know there there will be people that will be like jealous or upset about that but like at the same time like you gotta not be on in that like mindset because it either happens or it doesn't and uh i feel like anybody that comes here has to have that thought in the back of their mind not not like saying like you're gonna fail if you come here or something but being open to the fact that like it may not work out like whatever. And for the people that it does work out for, you can choose to be salty and grumpy and pissy and a bitch about it. Or, or you can you be excited that your friends can are be excited cool stuff. and be happy that it worked out for somebody. And I don't know. Uh, I, this, <laughs> what, what I, we just got really deep. What I love. <laughs> no, but like, what I love about like these kind of like, like just, you know, podcasts that are just, you know, conversations is just how like winding and weaving they are. Like, I don't even know where the fuck this started. This started with, uh, COVID. Uh, yeah, maybe I guess. And now <laughs> we're here. Like, it's really weird. I, I, I don't know, but it's fun. <laughs> well, Hey, let's take a quick, uh, well, let's take a quick break and we'll come right back with the Nashville tourist out podcast. <laughs> And we're back with the Nashville Tour Stop podcast. My former roommate, Zane Parmeter, sitting in my current home with me now. <laughs> I'm not your roommate now. But not, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember telling you, I was like, I'm going to buy a condo. And you're like, do you need a roommate? And it was like, it's too small. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, it's it's very, I mean, we could we could put up adult uh, bunk beds. If, and if have you, so many rooms or have so much room for activities. <laughs> if you decide you do want to be a uh, bunk mates again, I'll uh, I'll have to I'll have to take some of the shit out of my bedroom. Perfect. Perfect. But you're uh, you're recording new music right now, Zane. I yeah, I I mean it's recorded. I'm 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 it done is, with it. It is but all it is all at least the playing of it it is done. Yes, and it you know, it's coming out pretty soon and stuff and it's the uh you know, the first time that I've ever 
recorded anything and put anything out. Um, what, and, what was that process like compared to like what you'd probably built up in your head? Well, so, you know, back when I was in high school and I, you know, first learned, you know, three chords, my friend Gentry taught me A, D and E on the guitar and you don't need much else. Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and, and he said the same thing, but I was just like hooked on it. Uh, ever since he, he taught me that and, you know, a friend of a friend, their parent, like gave me, uh, my first guitar and everything. And I just got, you know, super absorbed into it when I was, uh, in high school. And I recorded some music at home, uh, like at this little like guitar shop called third street music, shout out hashtag third street <laughs> music, Marietta, Ohio. Uh, and I you know, recorded songs that I wrote and I would like get a few CDs printed. I'm aging the <laughs> fuck out of myself. Uh, but I got, you know, CDs printed and I gave them to like my family and a couple like close friends and, and whatnot. And I, every once in a while, one of my friends or somebody will find those CDs that I, <laughs> I made and they will like send them to me. You're like, and hey, I'm bud, like, guess what I found? So embarrassed by them because <laughs> I know how shitty they are. <laughs> like I know how bad the songs are and stuff. But anyway, this process of like recording this new music was so fun and so different from that because and it's your Where, first time working with a professional producer, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, when I recorded in Marietta when I was like 17 or whatever, it was just me, my guitar, and my brother and my sister <laughs> singing like backup for me or nice. whatever in the same room. The Parmenter the family mic. band. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I was the center of attention because I was the oldest child, the golden <laughs> child. Uh, anyway, no, um, but... I going into these recording sessions, I recorded at uh vibe studios with uh, Andrew King. I can't say enough good stuff about him. He uh, was such a collaborative force when we were, uh, you know, putting these songs down and everything. And uh, he, he had so many ideas and different takes on music that I had heard in my head, like for, for years or months or whatever. And, uh, it was just really refreshing and, and so fun. And I think like what we ended up coming up with just like sounds so good. And I'm super proud of like the work that we've, we've done together and I'm really excited for people to hear it and everything. It's, it's a giant step uh, from yeah, this will be your first stuff. release as a as an artist. Yeah, and it, like I, I was gonna say, like it's gonna be a giant step above like just me recording with my guitar, my brother and sister <laughs> in a tiny little uh, guitar shop. Uh, but you know, part of me does miss. At least that, we like, know the artwork scent. for it will be impeccable. Well, yeah. So duh, like that's <laughs> the thing. It's like if the music's shitty, if you think that, like. You can't say that the, you know, the album art is bad. I've bought albums specifically because they had cool art before. Definitely. It's a thing. Definitely. People, I mean, 
it, you know, one of the most like obnoxious things is like, don't judge a book by its cover. But as a designer, I would be out of a job if people didn't (laughs) judge books by their cover, uh, because, that's what you do. We all do that. We all judge. We're books all by their shallow cover. pieces of shit. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. You're not a piece of shit. You're wonderful and people love you. Uh, <laughs> so you said you're doing four or five songs. How many is it? I am doing five songs. Uh, there's going to be an EP sometime in, uh, you know, the, the late summer that I'm, you know, putting out. Uh, I have three songs that I'm putting out for that that are going to be on the ep so two those will be singles to release promoting up to this larger release yeah yeah um and the first one that i'm putting out is called wonder woman that i wrote with uh the melodic angel uh annalisa rotella she is absolutely uh wonderful and she helped me i had this idea honestly she's a wonder woman oh my god she really (laughs) is yeah straight up but she uh you know I had this idea that I brought to maybe, I don't know, it had to be like eight or 10 other rights and people are like, oh, that's a cool idea. I, you know, but I like whatever. And we either went with something else or whatever. Um, but I shot it to Annalisa and she was just like, oh yeah, that's really cool. Like let's sweet do this. And, and I, uh, yeah, I'm very excited for it. Um, if anybody wants to hear like snippets of it or anything, you can probably find it on my Instagram. It's, you know, here's, is there a big enough outlet in this place for this plug that I'm about to do? Uh, (laughs) uh, My Instagram is Zane's world, Z a Y N E S underscore world. Somebody has just regular Zane's world (laughs) with a Y for some reason, uh, at, you know, it's Instagram, whatever. Uh, it, you you can find stuff there, uh, TikTok too, all that stuff. So that's but. that's a great place to find his uh, his stuff. It's also a great place to find uh, pictures of Wyoming. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I travel photography is like just so cool to me. Like I love, like I mean, photography just in general. Obviously, is is a wonderful like medium. It's beautiful. Um, but like when I'm traveling, like obviously I can remember like things in my head, but just having those, uh, landscapes and the vistas that like I visit and stuff like is just such a cool reminder when I see them like pop up on my phone or if I'm like going through my Instagram to just like a nice reminder of stuff. stuff you've done and things that you've created in the past. Definitely. Like I've got this picture of this, uh, bison that was like right next to my car. Like I, I was driving through Wyoming and, uh, I was in Yellowstone and I was stopped in this line of cars, this, you know, traffic, everybody fucking hates it. But, and I didn't know why we were stopped, but I just happened to like look to my left and there was a bison just grazing right next to the road and I just grabbed my phone and slowly took a picture of it. And I was like, I mean, it was a beautiful photo and it was like just a cool moment. And um, I was like, this is the best traffic I've ever sit- sat in. <laughs> and lo and behold, I found out the reason uh, 
you know, was because the a, only traffic you're going to hit in Nashville is like a Dodge Durango that's on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But like, <laughs> that was not the case here in Yellowstone. It was the herd of bison that was crossing the road that made everybody stop. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just, uh, you know, I love taking photos of uh, beautiful places. So, well, Zane, Thank you for being on the podcast this week. I know we we could honestly do exactly what we've done today, sit and talk for five hours oh, almost. Hell yeah. But we'll have you uh, on again when we, you and I can dive deeper into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh, hell yeah. We have a lot of thoughts. I'll nerd out on that shit. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Well, Zane, can you give us your plugs one more time where we can find you, your design work, and your music and everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I am on well let's see my design website is zparmeter.com somebody took zaneparmeter.com like who the fuck does that that's who insane the, anyway fuck you zane parmeter yeah exactly they they stole it and now i gotta pay like GoDaddy like 520 <laughs> bucks and i'm like no nah. thanks don't care about that anyway <laughs> um i'm on instagram that's usually where i'm posting the most i guess because i'm an old person uh we're both old people uh, now <laughs> It's Zane's world. Oh, our thirties. Yeah, exactly. Zane's <laughs> underscore world. Uh, and that's my my handle. And then uh on TikTok, I believe it's the same deal. Like I'm just uh I think I'm Zane's world. Uh yes, it on there is a well. note to Wayne's world. Yeah, exactly. Love that show, Mike Myers, <laughs> not the murderer, uh, but the comedian. Great. Well, Zane, thank you for coming on the podcast this week. Y'all, thank you for listening. I know that this has been a long one, and actually, I don't actually have any idea how long it's been. Oh, I feel like it could have been an hour and a half or 17 minutes. It could have been, you know, two and a half <laughs> hours. I don't give a shit. I'll talk We've to you. We've been anybody. here for a while, just just bullshitting. But please follow all of the Nashville Tour Stop social media platforms at Nashville Tour Stop. You can find us on the web at NashvilleTourStop.com. We've also got our complete events calendar there as well. If you'd like to come meet me live. Do people, it. I've you had won't people, regret it. I had a guy it. fly down from New Jersey once because he listened to the podcast. He came to a show. Oh, damn. For we, real? We got people out there. You're That's, listening. Thank you for being there. That is badass. And awesome. uh, if you'd like to support the Patreon, if you'd like to help contribute to uh, us getting out of my uh, living room, I know that we'd all appreciate <laughs> that. I mean, I, I find it cozy, so whatever. It's cozy. I'm in you my got your old, you got your old chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for listening this week. We'll be back here next week with more random ass chatter. Who the hell knows what's going to come up? But until the next time, please do remember that all roads lead right back here to the Nashville Tour Stop. <laughs>